0: This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kathleen Dang. Bohemian San Francisco, The Elegant Art of Dining by Clarence Edwards. Section 12. Lobsters and Lobsters. When is a lobster not a lobster? When it is a crayfish this question and answer might well go into the primer of information for those who come to san francisco from the east for what is called a lobster in san francisco is not a lobster at all but a crayfish the true lobster is not found in the pacific along the california coast and so far efforts at transplanting have not been successful the pacific crayfish however serves every purpose and while many contend that its meat is not so delicate in flavor as that of its eastern cousin the californian will as strenuously insist that it is better But, of course, something must always be allowed for the patriotism of the Californian. Lobster, served cold with mayonnaise, or broiled live lobster are most frequently called for. And while they are both excellent, we find so many other ways of preparing this crustacean that we rarely take the common variety of lobster dishes into consideration. Probably nowhere in San Francisco could one get lobster better served than in the old Delmonico restaurant of the days before the fire a book could be written about this restaurant and then all would not be told for all its secrets can never be known in new york city they have what they are pleased to call lobster palaces but there is not a restaurant in that great metropolis that could approach the delmonico of san francisco in its splendid service and its cuisine arrangements neither could they approach the romance that always surrounded the O'Farrell street restaurant It was here that most magnificent dinners were arranged. It was here that extraordinary dishes were concocted by chefs of worldwide fame. It was here that Lobster a la Newburgh reached its highest perfection, and this is the recipe that was followed when it was prepared in the Domonico. Lobster a la Newburgh: One pound of lobster meat, one teaspoonful of butter, one half pint of cream, yolks of four eggs, one wine glass of sherry, lobster fat. 3 hours before cooking, pour the sherry over the lobster meat and let it stand until ready to cook. Heat the butter and stir in with the lobster and wine, and then place this in a stew pan or chafing dish, and cook for 8 minutes. Have the yolks of eggs well beaten and add to them the cream and lobster fat. Stir well and then stir in a teaspoonful of flour. Put this in a double boiler and let cook until thick, stirring constantly. When this is cooked, pour it over the lobster and let all cook together for 3 minutes. Serve in a chafing dish with thin slices of dry toast. King of Shellfish One has to come to San Francisco to partake of the King of Shellfish, the mammoth Pacific crab. I say, come to San Francisco, advisedly, for while the crab is found all along the coast, it is prepared nowhere so deliciously as in San Francisco. Of course, our friends in Portland will take exception to this, but the fact remains that nowhere except in San Francisco have so many restaurants become famous because of the way they prepare the crab the pacific crab is peculiar and while it has not the gigantic claws such as are to be seen on those in the parisian and london markets its meat is much more delicate in flavor and the dishes of crab prepared by artists of the gastronomic profession in san francisco are more savory than those found elsewhere in the pre-fire days there were many places which paid especial attention to the cooking of the crab among them being the cobweb palace previously mentioned and gobies goby ran one of those places which was not in good repute consequently when ladies went there they were usually veiled and slipped in through an alley but the enticement of goby's crab stew is too much for conventionality and his little private rooms were always full goby's passed with the fire and the little restaurant bearing his name and in charge of his widow in union square avenue has not attained the fame of the old place it is possible that she knows the secret of preparing crab as it was prepared in the gobies of before the fire but his prestige did not descend to her almost all of the italian restaurants will give you crab in many forms and all of them are good many restaurants use crab meat for flavoring other dishes but. Of all the recipes for cooking crab, we have found none that we consider so good as that of Gobies. It is as follows. Gobi's Crab Stew Take the meat of one large crab, scraping out all the fat from the shell. One good-sized onion, one tomato, one sweet pepper, one teaspoonful of butter, one teaspoonful of flour, half a glass of sherry, a pinch of rosemary, one glove of garlic, paprika, salt, and mignonette pepper. Soak the crab meat in the sherry two hours before cooking. Chop fine the onion, sweet pepper and tomato with the rosemary. Mash the clove of garlic rubbing thoroughly in a mortar and on this put the butter and flour, mixing well together, and gradually adding the salt and minonette pepper, and stir in two tablespoonsful of cream. Heat this in a stew pan and when simmering, add the sherry and crab meat and let all cook together with a slow fire for eight minutes. Serve in a chafing dish with toasted crackers or thin slices of toasted bread. A dash of Worcestershire sauce just before it is taken up adds to the flavor. Lobster in Miniature Crawfish, or ecrevisse, has never been very popular in San Francisco, probably because there are so many other delicate crustaceans that are more easily handled, yet the crawfish grows to perfection in Pacific waters, and importations of them from Portland, Oregon are becoming quite an industry. So far, it has been used mostly for garnishment of other dishes, and it is only recently that the Brow has been making a specialty of them. All of the better-class restaurants, however, will serve them if you order them. The full flavor of the crawfish is best obtained in a bisque, and the best recipe for this by the famous chef friend Cotelli, who boasts having been the head of the cuisine of Queen Victoria his recipe is long and its preparation requires much patience but the result is such a gastronomic marvel that no one ever regrets the time spent in its accomplishment this is the recipe for eight people and it is well worth trying if you are giving a dinner of importance bisque of crawfish take thirty crawfish from which remove the gut containing the gall in the following manner take firm hold of the crawfish with the left hand so as to avoid being pinched by its claws with the thumb and forefinger of the right hand, pinch the extreme end of the central fin of the tail, and, with a sudden jerk, the gut will be withdrawn. Mince are cut into small dice, a carrot, an onion, one head of celery, and a few parsley roots, and to these add a bay leaf, a sprig of thyme, a little mignonette pepper, and two ounces of butter. Put these ingredients into a stewpan and fry them 10 minutes, then throw in the crawfish and pour on them half a bottle of French white wine. Allow this to boil and then add a quart of strong consum and let all continue boiling for half an hour. Pick out the crawfish and strain the broth through a napkin by pressure into a basin in order to extract all the essence from the vegetables. Pick the shells off 25 of the crawfish tails, trim them neatly and set them aside until wanted. Reserve some of the spawn, also half of the body shells with which to make the crawfish butter to finish the soup. This butter is made as follows. Place the shells on a baking sheet in the oven to dry. Let the shells cool and then pound them in a mortar with a little lobster coil and four ounces of fresh butter, thoroughly bruising the whole together so as to make a fine paste. Put this in a stew pan and set it over a slow fire to simmer for about five minutes. Then rub it through a sieve with considerable pressure into a basin containing ice water. As soon as the colored crawfish butter is to become firmly set through the coldness of the water, take it out and put it to a small basin and set it in the refrigerator until wanted. Reverting to the original recipe, take the remainder of the crawfish and add thereto three anchovies, washed for the purpose and also the crust of French rolls, fried to a light brown color in butter. Pound all these thoroughly together and then put them into a stewpan with the broth that has been reserved in a basin, and having warmed the bisque thus prepared, rub it through a sieve into a fine puree. Put this puree into a soup pot and finish by incorporating therewith the crawfish butter and season with a little cayenne pepper and the juice of half a lemon. Pour the bisque quite hot into the tureen in which have been placed the crawfish tails and send to the table. This is not so difficult, as it appears when you are reading it, and if you wish to have something extra fine, take the necessary time and patience and prepare it. End of section 12.